silent night, deadly night. That's the movie we're talking about today. You thought that was going in a completely different direction, didn't you? Yes, you did. Do not <laughs> lie to me. Do not lie to me, good listener of Morgan Hasn't Seen. Hello, welcome back to Morgan Hasn't Seen. It's holiday season. It is, in fact, Christmas week. We're very much into the festive spirit now, and I'm particularly excited to talk about Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984 that we are talking about today in the holiday horror series on Morgan Hasn't Seen. Janina, you as excited as I am. I am very excited. This movie was bonkers and so much fun. <laughs> this movie was bonkers in the best possible yes. way. Now, we talked about <laughs> Christmas Evil last week, which was bonkers in, a, in an unsure kind of way. In a way where you feel like it was tonally a little bit all over the place. Rather unfortunately. Yeah. This movie, on the other hand, I will come out and say right now, I genuinely think is a wonderful slasher movie. <laughs> I think this is great. It's so much fun. It's so nasty. Thankfully, I watched, I own the Blu-ray with the, the unrated version on as well. It's a really good Blu-ray, this that I've got of this movie. So you get full nastiness, full gore. But aside from all that, I actually think it's a really quite interesting story for a slasher movie as well. Yeah, it's we got... get a really clear origin for our 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 guy that we're following, which was very kind of not the case in last week's movie. Yeah. So, you know, his trauma, his kind of build to this unhinged person makes a lot more sense. Uh, definitely with a clear kind of setup. So I like kind of this opening really kind of makes it clear what this guy's been through to to get him to where he kind of ends up. Now, I do want to give some kind of just general, my, some of my general thoughts on on surrounding things to do with Silent Night, Deadly Night before we start really talking about the movie. Like I said, I genuinely had a blast watching this movie i think it is a wonderful wonderful slasher movie i think it has got one of the great horror posters i really yeah. do of santa going down the chimney with the axe it is a beautiful horror poster um incredibly kind of iconic in the world of horror posters i i, I love it to death and it has a certain reputation about it as well Silent Night, Deadly Night, as kind of, as you would say, not all slashers have such a reputation. I think some slashers have become in, you know, over the years, over the decades now, they've become more kind of highly thought of. You're, you're very kind of famous, fair, you're, you're Halloween, you're Friday the 13th originals your nightmare on elm streets your these kind of thing yeah but then you have the level of slasher movie that things like this are on that bothered so many people that got so many people up in arms at the time because how dare they frighten children by having yes. Santa being a killer like you're gonna go with an eight-year-old to watch to see this movie exactly but everybody's up in arms it's got such a reputation behind it and this is why i was particularly excited to watch this movie finally for the first time um for this for this series i know i said in a few a few videos on on morgan's movie collection on the it's a wonderful podcast youtube channel if you if you watch those videos when I bought the Blu-ray of Silent Night, Deadly Night, the, the 101 films Blu-ray, I remember saying I was going to leave it until Christmas because I think we, because I, I thought at, at that point we, we had, you know, plans for what we were doing yeah. or what we were going to be doing around Christmas time on the show. 
which of course has ended up being this, which is exactly what we had planned. So I knew I kind of wanted to leave that one until then. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we, I'm glad we decided to do this series because in my mind, it's all been centered around me wanting to watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> and I'm so glad that it has genuinely lived up to what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. as just this totally nasty slasher movie. But it was even more so than that, because I found myself really enjoying the quality of it, not just from a gratuitously nasty kills point of view or anything like that, but as an actual narrative, as an yeah. actual story, it's really surprisingly strong. I don't understand why this movie is actually not better thought of. Maybe it is just down to its reputation and its kind of contextual thing of really making Santa or the image of Santa incredibly violent. Yeah. Which, of course, it does do, but it's not even the same situation as what we had last week, where at least in Christmas Evil, you know, Harry in that movie thought he was the real Santa. In this movie, Billy does not by any means think he is Santa or anything no. like that. He is simply just dressed up as a Santa. He's made to dress up as Santa, and that's kind of what unlocks the, this unhinged potential that was kind of building in him since yeah. childhood. So he doesn't go and, like, you know, voluntarily put the suit on. No, he is forced. He is forced yeah. to, and it does unlock that trauma. I really like how the movie's structured. Yeah, the narrative is so much clearer than last week's movie that I think it all it stands out. You know, you you can recognize it for that more, especially kind of after us watching last week's movie. It, it yeah. makes the narrative feel so much more clear than than what was kind of going on uh, in Christmas Evil. It's just one of these really perfect type of slashes that understands its exaggeration it understands yeah. its silliness um it fully commits to being ridiculously over the top and is more than aware you know comes across as being more than aware of just how silly it wants to get yes and it has these random silly scenes that kind of catapulted into the cult status this whole yeah. montage of him working in the store with this really weird song <laughs> is definitely a thing that makes it stand out as, as memorable for a cult kind of horror <laughs> by any chance you're talking about the song that sounds like some sort of sitcom theme yes or like a, a commercial jingle go on the warm side of the door <laughs> like what you said and it's like the whole montage is very much like filmed, like the intro to a very wholesome sitcom. A work, yeah, workplace sitcom. It's really yeah. weird. Um, but no, I, let's let's get into this movie. Let's get yes. into the the opening of this movie. I think we open in nineteen seventy one. Yes. Um, I think Billy, our our lead character, is six years old at this at this point. He's kind of on a on a trip with his parents and his baby brother to see their grandfather who is in a in a in a mental care facility. home mental yeah. facility they refer which to which i it. think the name of it is basically just utah mental facility <laughs> utah <laughs> mental okay <laughs> fairly straight to the point yeah. there you know we get what we're it's christmas you know, eve. You know what you're getting you know what yes, you're getting. It's, it's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. They're going to visit him. Billy is asking several questions on the way. Am I? Are we going to get back home in time? Uh, you can know, I so see I can, Santa? Yeah, so that I can be in bed before Santa comes. All of this. So he's very excited about Santa and Christmas before we get to Utah med Mental Facility. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now in Utah Mental Facility, yeah. Um, here lives the the grandfather, who. I can't really accurately describe the grandpa yeah. in this movie. He he appears to to just he appears to be catatonic. Like, yeah. He he appears to be catatonic. He appears to be completely, you know, overly medicated and just sitting in a chair in in the in the recreation lounge area of of this facility completely oblivious to everything that's going on um 
it kind of upsets you know the 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 mum and the dad at this point you know they realize just how kind of bad the grandpa's got um and they they go into another room with yeah the, the orderly the is doctor. like oh we we have his files if you want to come look at them yeah so then they go take them you know to to this other room they leave billy there like oh billy grandpa won't hurt billy will be fine you know, yeah he'll be fine Will will Grandpa not hurt Billy? I think Grandpa will hurt Billy because and then animatronic, the instant animatronic Grandpa springs to life <laughs> and starts spewing all this anti-Christmas rhetoric. <laughs> Grandpa hates Christmas. What do you, what does he say? He says, "No, Christmas what? Eve is the scariest night of the year." <laughs> Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. Have you been good? Are you sure you've not been naughty? Well, he tells naughty him you, you have to have been good. Punished. Yes. So you have to have been good. Like, so even if you're good most of the time, but you have to have been good all year. And Billy's like, no, I won't, you know, I haven't been good all year. Well, then you're gonna get punished. <laughs> naughty children get punished. You see, you just, I don't think, it, it's unclear whether Billy's ever actually met Grandpa before. Yeah, I don't think so. I'd like to think he hasn't, and this, this is, is just the first encounter. interaction yeah. with, with Grandpa. Yes. And, and then Grandpa when the parents come back... Off completely off on him. <laughs> yes, and then the animatronic turns back, and goes back into silent mode as soon as the parents come back. It does, you know, like when you turn... You know, you know, in Star Wars, when they turn C-3PO off. Yes. It's like that. <laughs> it's literally like that. It's it's bizarre. <laughs> but it's such a it's, it's such a hammy performance from this guy playing Grandpa. Yeah. I've got to love every second of it. Yes, it's great. So now Billy is terrified of Santa. So they're like, oh, honey, you know, we'll see Santa tonight. He's like, no, I don't want to see Santa. I'm scared. Grandpa said that Santa's going to punish like, me. Wait, Grandpa spoke to you? Yes. Yeah, and, and like said... the mom, yeah, the mom's like, I don't see any reason why he would lie. So, yeah, now they're just like, maybe we should, you know, call the doctor. Yeah. So they're just very, like, perplexed that, you know, this is what Grandpa would choose to kind of talk talk to Billy about. In this, of, of <laughs> course, ridiculously over-the-top aggressive way. Yes. Um now, while these guys are kind of driving back home, we we see a scene of a a guy dressed in a Santa suit holding up a, a convenience store. Yes, um, he he's quite a he seems quite a nasty criminal, really, yes. doesn't he? He straight up kills the guy working at the convenience store, takes thirty one dollars from him, and yes. says. 31 bucks merry effing christmas yes which he shoots and he shoots the guy three times and shoots him in the head so just kind of very violent very, very violent, violent night <laughs> i mean let's let's call it what it is it's a ridiculously violent movie it's a frighteningly violent movie especially yes. when you you are watching as i did the the unrated cut the extended unrated cut which doesn't have any difference in story because what this Blu-ray does that that I got that I have of it is, you know, it only has the extent, it only has the unrated stuff in standard definition, so you can yeah. tell what's kind of put in there, which I, I kind of like about it. I, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want those to try and be upscaled. You know, yeah. I, I like that it's clear what yes. has been added and, added in. and what's yeah. been cut and what's been cut. Yes. So it, it offers, you know, it offers nothing in terms of additional story. It just offers more gore. Yes, that they probably had to cut because of kind of the panic of, of horror movies at the time. I know Sam Raimi was kind of having a bunch of issues with, with, oh, Evil, with Evil Dead, Dead. Yeah. and things like that. So this was kind of the height of kind of horror panic and censoring those kinds yeah, of movies. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Hundred so, percent. It it has got every right to earn its eighteen rating in in yeah. the, in Britain at least. I assume it's an NC seventeen or even an X rated movie in in the US at the time. Um, 
I really, I, I don't know. I just, I know, I just know it's obviously it's got Britain's highest possible rating. Oh goodness, uh, yeah. So yeah, I would, I would say rating. it's probably an R, but maybe at this time with kind of the, the. I would say it would probably be an scenes, X. The intimate scenes, yes, the very soft core scenes. I think it, they probably would go like today would probably be an R, but in yes, that time, yes, maybe an NC. Now, look. This is a slasher movie from 1984. You've just said it. Softcore scenes that are in this movie are to be fully expected. Yes. So it's it's nice that they're in there. Obviously, <laughs> there's no reason for them to be in there whatsoever other than yeah. just, ah, throw some in. And it's just, okay, this is slasher movies. This is just what you get. Two thumbs up. You know, it's kind of one of those kind of situations. Pretty much, pretty much. Now, um, this... This evil criminal Santa, who holds up this store, we then see has, has, has pulled up on the road in front of our, our nice family. family. Our nice family who are driving. And we, we know who it is. They don't know who it is. We're begging yeah. them not to stop. The, the father, of course kind of stops and immediately regrets stopping. Well, Billy is like, no, no, Santa's oh, yeah, scary. Let's keep to. going. Let's keep going. But then Should mom and dad are like, Billy. oh, no, get lots of Santa. He's probably on his way to a party. But he, oh, even yeah. before that, when he's telling them about all the terrible things grandpa said, the mom is like, that's your grandpa. He's a crazy old fool. <laughs> and Billy is like, Santa's gonna punish you. You can't say bad things about old people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yes, brilliant. Yes. It yes. is brilliant. <laughs> so yes, they do pull up um to this Santa and then he kind of holds them at gunpoint. The dad tries to back up. Crazy Santa shoots at them and then he kind of falls into a ditch because he ends up shooting and killing the father. Billy, you know, jumps out of the car and hides in, in the bushes on the side of the road and sees his father fall out of the car dead sees the guy pull his mom out um his baby brother's kind of crying in the back yeah. and you know he pulls her shirt open so we get kind of our obligatory uh you know uh kitschy kind of uh, boob scene, you know that yes. you gotta get in in the horror movie of this era. This is and... uh, this, this is what I said before that it's just to be expected. There's absolutely yeah. no reason for criminal Santa to just rip the woman's shirt open at all. Yeah, but, but he, he does. He does. And, but he and, does. And, then, and then slits her throat. Yeah. So Billy is sit, sat here on the side of the road, kind of seeing all of this, and then we see Santa kind of calling for him. Where are you at, you little bastard? Where? Are you? And then it kind of just cuts away. So you're just to kind of assume that the Santa never found him and left him and the brother there, because now we kind of cut to a few years later, they're in an orphanage. A legitimate traumatic Santa experience. Not yes. the one, not like the one from Christmas. Not Evil. just a leg getting all snuggled on in, in when Christmas it's actually Evil. your own parents. He, just, yeah. your dad, just happens to be dressed as Santa. Yes, no, this, this is a crazed time. Santa killing your family in front of you. Yes, and assaulting yeah. you, and assaulting your your mother as well. Yes, and killing it, them very violently. You know? Very, very violently. Very, very nasty. So all very much something that would traumatize you. So now we're at the St. Mary's uh, orphanage. So, you know, you have nuns kind of as the, the teachers here and then and the kind of heads of this of this orphanage. And, and I would like to make the argument that the real villain of the entire movie is the mother superior of this yes. orphanage, who is just the worst woman. Yes! Why is she so cruel and not understanding at all and very aggressive Billy's in terms trauma. of yes and very aggressive in how she thinks it should be handled so billy you know the teacher tells billy to come up and show his christmas drawing and it's of a reindeer's head cut off santa like all with bullet holes and this very violent picture so he gets sent to the office and there's a, a nicer nun who's kind of just like, oh, you know, we really need to understand what Billy's going through. Christmas, Christmas is a very hard time for him. But Mother Superior is very much like, no, he needs to learn. He needs to be disciplined. 
you know, so there's a, there's a nun there who's who's trying to be much more compassionate and understand that this is obviously a traumatic time and he needs to kind of deal with it in a in a kind of uh, healthy way. Yes. But you know, um, Mother Superior is very much kind of forceful in terms of how she wants to handle Billy's trauma. And she is all about the mentality of naughty children need to be punished. Yes, which carries through to Billy in later life, as we see for the majority of the movie. He's obsessed with the idea of punishing naughty, naughty. people. Yes. Um, so the she sends him to his room, but the nice nun kind of comes and says, oh, you know, I'll let you out. You can go play with the other kids. So he's on his way to go out and play, and then he hears some noises, and he, you know, looks in this very kind of cartoonish keyhole and sees two people making love oh yes and, and again let's let's throw another sex scene into the movie yes or another and, bunch of nudity into the movie it's not really yes a, not so really then he's all, getting flashes they're not all sex scenes the nudity aspects of this yes, movie yes. i suppose are they but so then he's getting like flashes of of that night and the trauma because of you know his mother's shirt kind of getting pulled open so he's kind of you know getting flashes of that well when of course it's the only other comes, time this you know uh, how old is he at this point? Ten, maybe, yeah, when he's in like, this orphanage? Yeah. It's the only other time this ten-year-old's obviously seen a boob in his entire <laughs> life. Yes. So one boob is like another boob to this kid. You know, so he, see, he sees this girl through this keyhole and it immediately brings him back to the, the horrific experience. And it is a horrific experience. I mean, yeah. You know, let's not play, let's not downplay this. This is why I think... The narrative story of this movie is actually really quite good. It's a truly horrific experience. Yeah. The the kind of inciting the the murder of his of his parents. Yeah. Um he's got every reason to to you know for his brain to twist. Kind of flash back to that moment um in seeing this. So then yes, Mother Superior kind of pulls him away and busts in the room and starts, you know, devil, devil and like she pulls a belt out. Satan Satan and you hear her just beating these two people with a belt and 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 saying, Pagan, devil, devil (laughs) (laughs) and yelling at these two people as she whips them with a belt. Um, Yes. Yes. So there is uh, also one scene of her whipping Billy with a belt. Yes. So Billy yeah, Billy, he does have like a nightmare and he wakes up in the night and um, he kind of wanders out. And so then her kind of solution to this is to tie him to his to bed. To tie him to the bed. Yes. They're not respecting his trauma at all. They're not no, respecting no, his mental state no. at all. Or at least Mother Superior isn't. And unfortunately, she's the one with the authority. Yes. So this is kind of how he's meant to deal with this. And then it's kind of Christmas time and the nun kind of uh, the other nicer one. She's kind of like, oh, well, you know, it always seems like he gets better after Christmas time. So they know that Christmas is kind of the trigger yeah. to his trauma. But Mother Superior is like, Santa's coming today and I'm going to make him sit on Santa's lap and he's going to behave. And like, no, like that is not a <laughs> good idea. It's not a good idea, Mother Superior. It's happening. This is uh, my word is law. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. So of course, yes. that day does come. He is forced kicking and screaming onto yeah. Santa's lap. He beats Santa and causes him to fall off his chair and bloody up his face. Yeah, and he runs off. Yeah. And he runs off, obviously ends up getting punished for this yes. by Mother Superior. But at this point, I think we have a frightening amount of sympathy for Billy. Yes. This, this, the whole movie up until this point is just making us feel so sorry for him. And every, everybody around him not really understanding, you know, the, there's the one nun there that tries to, but she can't get any, you know, she can't get anywhere with her kind of fondness for billy because she keeps getting overruled by mother superior Superior, his little brother's there as well you know people are making fun of of billy and you know so his little brother's kind of like you know don't say that about my brother so you know the trauma is, is not being dealt with in a kind of healthy way for billy uh so then after kind of all this we cut to a 18 year old billy now yes and we nice are in the present day in 1984 yes. 
So now the nice nun has gotten him this job at a toy store. And this is where where we we get get this montage. (laughs) This great, this great montage of him just like working in the store, moving boxes, putting together Mr. Potato Head, you know, picking up a little girl to get something on the top shelf. And she like gives him a little kiss on the cheek. And, uh, you know, we also just for one second talk about how strong Billy is presented as in this movie. I mean, physically strong, like he's. Andre the Giant or someone like that that yeah. he can just lift people up with like one hand, hand. ridiculously yes. easily. Yes, it's, he very much has constant. some. He has some uh, Michael Myers moments for sure. He does. Oh yes, he later does. On. Yes, um, and uh, you know, giving a, a, a cute look to the cute coworker girl. Uh, yes. Another coworker tries to hand him some booze on on the lunch break, and he's like, "Oh no, no, no." I got milk and he holds up his little carton of milk. The As though he is, is in of... that commercial for got milk. Yes. The bow tied boss is looking on like, wow, you're doing a real good job. I'm Just proud like, of you. Looking Billy. on, nodding, and this very corny one side of the door song is like playing oh it's just so great the but it's the best it's just it's the best everywhere and it's so good and the point is it's full of cheese but it knows it's full of <laughs> yes, cheese so great. it knows it's full of cheese it wants to be full of cheese <laughs> it embraces the cheese and this yes. is what's so great about it Yes. And so you think Billy's maybe doing all right. But in the middle of this montage, uh, the boss kind of unfurls this Christmas banner and it has a picture of Santa on it. And they kind of zoom in on the Santa and they and then, you know, pan back to Billy's face. And he's like, like making this very kind of angry face while this like peppy song is still going in the middle of this montage. And then he kind of comes out of the storeroom and sees everything kind of decorated for Christmas. Uh, but then, like the montage kind of ends with him giving this cute look to the coworker girl, and and yeah. it's like you know it ends with this kind of big choir choir finish, like gospel choir finish to the song, it does. and uh, it and does. that's the end of our montage. So you know we get a little glimmer that Billy may not be okay because once he sees the Christmas decorations, he kind of looks uncomfortable. When he sees the Santa on the banner, he looks very much uncomfortable. Yeah. So so we're they pepper in a little clues that okay maybe billy's still dealing with this christmas trauma now that christmas has rolled around he's dealing with it but he seems in his now that he's 18 now that he's grown a bit like he's he's not kind of constantly focused on the trauma it, it yeah. takes something a little bit more to maybe get him back oh, in that yeah. negative mindset back back yeah. in that kind of negative headspace again it's not constant. On the surface, he can present himself as perfectly regular. And even before Christmas comes up, because this is kind of like him working at the store before it's Christmas. But as yeah. it nears closer and closer, that's when we kind of see the cracks kind of emerging. Yes, with they're Billy. still there. Yeah, They are still there. And unfortunately, what, what is the, the, the another pivotal moment of this movie, another pivotal scene... Um, it is really when the store is looking for someone to play Santa, and the boss it, it kind of immediately goes, "Billy, Billy, Billy will play Santa. Billy's playing Santa. Is that, I don't really want to play Santa. I don't want to do that. Please, can I yeah. not do that? No, you're playing Santa. Come on, it'll be fun. You know, we'll force you into this Santa outfit. Yeah. Now we know what this movie's about. Before we watch this movie. This movie was about someone dressed as Santa going around killing people. We just needed all this time to learn why. And I think the fact it takes that time to tell us why, to delve into Billy properly, to to his actual psyche. I know it's it's a cheeseball slasher movie. Yes. But it really takes but its flesh that character out. very yeah. seriously. Yes, to flesh that out clearly, I think, was important and what Christmas Evil was lacking. So yeah, I appreciate it, them it elevates taking that it. time. Yeah. It elevates it to the point where I am saying the things I was saying at the beginning of the show. This is a wonderful, wonderful slasher yeah. movie. If I hadn't cared about Billy so much, it would be fairly forgettable. But the yeah. fact that it's taken this time 
to to ensure we care about Billy so much, we feel a hell of a lot of sympathy for him. We want the best for him. For him to then be thrown into this Santa outfit, something he's clearly very, very uncomfortable with doing. Yeah. Um, having this scene of all the kids lining up to sit on his lap, he's dealing with this one girl who really doesn't want to sit on his lap. And he's kind of really aggressive with her. Yeah. Like, not stop kicking me, girl. Just sit down. Just be good. You're being naughty. You'll get punished if you're being naughty. He's starting to flip in his mind. Yes. And the parents are just watching this like, oh, wow, this would be the great Santa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> the parents love him. The parents love him. They can't hear like all this, obviously. Yes, but and, and it's just looking like he's getting the kids in line because as soon as he like talks about punishing this little girl, she sits quiet. She just sits there in yeah. motionless. <laughs> and so like the grandpa. Kind of, yeah. You wonder you wonder if the grandpa went through a similar experience. Is yes, that why the grandpa's perhaps. so static all the time? Yeah, Maybe he probably had a grandpa. He probably had a Santa like freak him out like that. And so the parents are like, oh wow, yeah, it's great. Get these kids in line. Oh, oh yeah. And so of course Bowtie Boss is like, wow, you know, that's great, wonderful. But like we're hearing him like traumatize this child and the parents are yes. just like, oh, what a great job. Oh wow. I mean, I don't know how you feel about kind of shopping mall Santas and all this kind of vibe. Um, you know, Billy's a far cry away from Chris Kringle in Miracle on 34th Street, for example. Yeah, he's but, very but much it, a fake Santa. But... In in real life, are you are you were you scared of these kind of people in your childhood? Because um, I think I was. <laughs> I wasn't scared of them. I mean, I think I ran into decent quality Santas, but I think I was somebody pretty early on who learned no, that Santa okay. wasn't real. So I kind of was just like, it's always unfortunate, mm. isn't it? Yes, yeah. You you find out pretty young. You don't want to be before, you don't want that to be before the age of 10. Yeah. You know, you, you don't. And if it is, it, it does kind of spoil things. I I, think, I can't remember exactly how old I was. but So I, yeah, I, we I, never really did a lot of like pictures with Santa and things like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of, the idea of them has always inherently kind of creeped me out a little bit. Yeah. Maybe I'm just cynical. Oh yeah, um, but I like don't... if you look at those old pictures, like I, I oh, saw, yes, I've seen. Terrifying. Yeah, you can like do this like search of just like old pictures from like the seventies and stuff. Truly horrifying and just terrifying. <laughs> well, like obviously, it's the seventies. Things are gonna be inherently yes. terrifying. It's like these pictures with the Easter Bunny or like yeah. Santa, <laughs> like just the worst, the creepiest scary. costumes possible. Yeah. Yes, so low quality, dirty old beards. They making an evil face they look or they look hella drunk like or they all the photos have the red eye thing to, that makes them so just they look, look like possessed evil. yeah it's hilarious but yeah. yeah i mean that's it's not a dissimilar situation to what we've got going on with billy yes. here so like it's emerging it, it's building so then that night like <laughs> i love that the boss like locks the door and he's like yeah let's get shit faced <laughs> <laughs> let's just get absolutely hammered <clears throat> it's the, it's the christmas they're having the christmas party now they've, yes. su- <clears throat> they've been fairly successful in their business recently yeah. you know this billy's made a lot of money as the santa and they just good. want to get absolutely hammered. Yes. And so, so they have like, a fun party really, time. And there's this really drunk conversation between Billy and the boss. And Billy's like, I've been thinking about my parents a lot lately. And the boss is like, oh, yeah, man, that's great. That's, that's so great. <laughs> and he's like, they're dead. And he's like, oh, 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 oh man. <laughs> Look. And very I've awkward got conversation. Give. Why you probably shouldn't get drunk with your boss. <laughs> No. Well, it depends who your boss is. It depends, depends what kind of vibe your boss is, I suppose, doesn't it? Now, I've got to give a hell of a lot of credit, I think, to, to Robert Brian Wilson, who's playing 18-year-old Billy. Yeah. Because I think he, in a similar way to what the grandpa does at the beginning of the movie, he hams it up to perfection. Like, he's kind of gritted teeth. I've been thinking about my parents... I don't like Santa. 
Yeah. Punish the naughty children. It's so overly <laughs> intense. Yeah. It fits the it fits the tone of the movie perfectly. This yes. is what we had an issue with last week in Christmas Evil. The the kind of the ideas didn't fit the tone. But yes. in this movie, everything's gelling so perfectly together. In just the the over the top nature of the performances and the over top the top nature of the presentation of the story. Yeah. It just gels build, perfectly. Yeah, the build of this kind of unhingedness, I think it makes so much more sense. But he is like from that moment, Billy, for the rest of the movie, just this really kind of intensely nervous kind of pornish, pornish mentality. Yeah. Constantly. But then we also kind of get him having this fantasy, this daydream of him with the cute no, we Stop do, yes. His girl, yes, co-worker girl. And uh, <laughs> a, a very um, not-so-wanted uh, scene of how hairy Billy's butt is. <laughs> of how what? Hairy! It's so hairy! hairy. I didn't so notice hairy. this. <laughs> yes, he has a very furry ass, and it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> I didn't. Why didn't I notice this? Yes, when he's having the fantasy about him and the stock girl, like that. Yeah, that works with him. Yeah, his ass is so furry. I'll I'll be honest with you. I probably wasn't looking at his ass at this. I was point. not. I was not trying to look at it. But like this scene goes on for like it does. way too long of a time. So like I'm like, what? It's so hairy, so gross. Um, but yes, uh, so he has this daydream of him with this girl. So that's not kind sponsored of... by Manscaped, but you know, if but, we were, but, but Billy, that Billy, would Billy be should a, be a prime uh, customer there. Because uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even that? notice that. I was so confused as to what you were talking about. That's so gross. Like it was very not uh, unavoidable. <laughs> like unavoidable. <to laughs> Um, so yes, so that plays into kind of his, you know, naughty thoughts and, and carnal kind of wrong, in, inappropriate. And I think that builds his kind of unhingedness because now he's, you know, she's causing him to ha kind of have these inappropriate thoughts and plays back yeah. to kind of the punishment he suffered under, you know, Mother Superior after kind of seeing that couple and all of that. So yeah. that, it's just an extra kind of layer to, to what plays into kind of his very strong punish mentality. So he kind of goes to the back room and he sees that girl, the coworker girl with his other coworker who was already kind of berating him earlier um, in the movie. But this other co-worker is now trying to force himself on, on, on the girl. Yes. And again, what, what we have here, another scene of gratuity. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's actually quite a lot, isn't there? There's that scene slightly later on where there's just those random two teenagers in the house like, on the pool, pool table. table. Yes, yeah. That's later on. We'll get there. But here, here in the store, we have this scene of him kind of you know, this other co-worker trying to force himself on her. And obviously, you know, Billy Billy views this as naughty. Billy's now fully in, in Santa outfit and he's got the glazed eyes. And now he's like, naughty, naughty. And he and runs for the guy. Completely. Yes, he runs for the guy, grabs him, strings him up, and is literally holding him up with one arm strung with Christ Christmas lights and choking him. This is where the Andre yeah. the Giant Michael Myers kind of strength aspect yes, comes, comes in. into play. And then the girl is like, oh my gosh, you're crazy, you're crazy. So then he kills her too. Of course he and, does. And like stabs her in the stomach and like slices her up her stomach. Yeah. Yes. Did I mean, did you watch the, the unrated version as well? Yes, yes. Good. So I was able because to see. You do get a lot more gore. Yeah. Noticeably. Like this slicing up between the chest is yeah. really it's like gutting a fish, isn't it? It's like yeah. ghost face. I'll gut yeah. you like a fish. It's it's yes. that. It's really nasty. I think the effects are actually really well done as well. Like the blood effects, the gore effects are really, yeah. really good quality. Um, I don't think I think this is why I'm I'm saying I'm kind of so positive about this movie because I don't actually think I, I expected it to be as 
as high quality as it was. You know, I expected it to look a bit cheapy in parts, and it yeah. really never does. No. It re it's really great quality effects work. Yeah. And, you know, you've got to give a hell of a lot of credit to that. Slashers can, can live or die on how good their yeah, effects are. Yeah, but no, are. like, the kills up to that point looked pretty good. Like, the, the, the mother getting her throat slit and... And then yeah. these kind of this this kind of uh, wave of kills because he kills the guy, he kills this girl. The boss comes to the back, and he I think he hits him in the head with a hammer. We don't see it; we just see this kind of splash off screen on some boxes, and then later we see the hammer kind of sticking out of his head, which looks pretty good. Yeah. And then I know on our a Black Christmas episode, you talked about you'd ever see a lot of bow and arrow use. <laughs> yes, I did. And here we have another bow and arrow kill. Yeah. <laughs> which is, is this kind of another co-worker who the boss is kind of half flirting with? Well, she's kind of the one who came to him and was like, you know, uh, our original Santa broke his ankle, so now we yeah. need a new Santa. And that's when he, you know, she's the one who kind of comes to him to tell him. Yeah, to, I, I, to I thought. In the suit. I did think that myself. We, we got another bow and arrow kill, and I was yes. talking about that. Um, so I kind of I liked that. I think that looks pretty good as well. But of course, the, the, the famous image from this movie is the axe. Yeah. Santa is Billy as Santa with the axe, and this is where he kind of gets the axe. Yeah. And at this point, he he's almost a rampaging killer at this point. He's just going after anybody he sees yes. as and deserving so he's already, punishment yeah. now. And he's already in this suit, so that's kind of where, he, you know, so it's not like he put on this suit to kind of no. go now and be the Santa killer. He was already in this suit because he did it. He was Santa in the day goes into this party where he now snaps so now he's on yeah. the street going on this rampage still dressed as santa from from the day but are you still feeling a little bit of sympathy for him because we understand why he snapped yes i think you are yes and this is what makes it miles miles better as a movie the fact that you're still understanding kind of understanding why. why because people kind of pushed it on him he wasn't able to kind of or allowed to really deal with his trauma no um, and it was a pretty you know terrible incident that he suffered and, and horrific christmas is an inciting kind of time for him and, and is so, this yeah. where we get is this where we get those two on the pool yes. table now so that this couple this girl babysitting and you know her and her boyfriend are kind of doing it on the table and then he kind of spies a look at, at what they're doing. Naughty, naughty. And he just kind of is, does just yeah. say this to himself. Yeah. yeah. And so, so obviously he, we know what happens to those yes, two. I mean, which we get takes... another great kill with he he grabs the girl and and stabs her through um, an antler like a deer head on the wall. Phenomenal kill. Yeah. I loved this kill yeah. so much picking picking her up like that i mean yeah. also actually let's just take it a step back to kind of the scene with you know this girl and, and her boyfriend kind of on the pool table not only does it have to be fairly uncomfortable i mean pool tables are, are very hard surfaces yes <laughs> they are slate bed surfaces they are ridiculously yeah. hard this is why i've never really understood um finch in american pie and the pool oh, yeah. table situation yes. not That's on not the pool table yeah i it's, it's just it's too maybe i just view pool tables as sacred things because i like playing pool. <laughs> yeah. i don't know but um it's gotta hurt it's gotta hurt yeah and then she apparently hears the cat wanting to come in now why does she put her jean shorts on but, but not a top? top off? Yes, I know why because we need to see more gratuity in this movie, please. Yes, and um, I kind of I watched the kill count after I watched this movie, and so he talked about how this actress is actually kind of like a, a scream queen in these kind of level movies in her own brilliant. Right. So yes. of course, you know she she's that type of girl who who plays kind of this character in in movies like this lives so, with her top off basically yes essentially yes. yeah 
understandable then so so yes. this is what she's doing it's also snowing outside obviously because it's christmas yeah. um i should also say i think the i did want to bring this up i did want to make sure i brought this up actually i think the music of this movie is really good like i know i talked about the the soundtrack of christmas songs last week on christmas evil being quite yeah. enjoyable in that movie you don't get you get less kind of christmas songs in this movie but i i think the actual musical score is really quite good well i mean i know movie. you love warm side of the door and then well, like, warm side of the very... door obviously yes and and this really kind of creepy song in the radio when he was a little kid in the family car, you know, Santa's watching, Santa's yes. waiting, like this really kind of, you know, which sounds like it would be a real Christmas song, but it also kind of has this kind of underlying creepy tone. I think it probably is. I mean, there's a couple of scenes of kind of carol singers by the look of it as well, singing quite unorthodox, creepy sounding Christmas songs. Yeah. But I really did like the 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 music, the musical score of of this movie. I've I've kind of got to give credit to that. I'm trying to find the composer's name actually because I did want to uh, Perry Botkin, Perry Botkin. So I wanted to give credit to Perry Botkin there for for actually a great slasher score. Yeah. So I I, I appreciated that an awful lot. But yes, why she goes up and gets get the catting out of the snow and takes the time, time to put jean yeah. shorts on but not a top yeah um is is just so beautifully 1984 slasher movie to me yeah that i can't help but love it and obviously billy's there watching it all and and, and yeah as she opens the door the door acts, doesn't he yeah yes so he you know she sees him kind of coming as as she peeks out and closes the door, and then he completely, yeah, just axes that door down and, and comes for her, yeah. And this is where we get the great kill of of putting her and stabbing her up on some deer antlers on yeah. a, on the wall, um, which is a great image as well of her kind of just, just hanging, hanging there. there. Yeah. Blood dripping down. I mean, I know, I know it's weird to say that this is, oh, a great image. I love this because it's such a nasty looking thing but, but as in terms a horror of just fan, being a horror fan yeah and watching horror movies like you watch them too for like the cool kills you do yeah. as a horror fan i'm sure james of the kill count you know james and chelsea of the kill count would uh, be uh and dead oh, yeah. would, would be most happy with this kill yes uh it's great i mean the the, the boyfriend is slightly less impressively killed yeah it's kind of more just a standard I think there's nothing impressively image about this about his kill although i did notice he was wearing a ridiculously tight t-shirt yes i don't know why i don't know why i noticed that i don't know why i noticed that he was wearing a ridiculously tight t-shirt but i didn't notice the level of hair on on billy's rear end before <laughs> It was a lot. It was very, very uncomfortable. I, I, I don't know why <laughs> I focus on something. An, an uncomfortable amount. amount. Some is okay because it's natural, but when yes, it gets to an no. uncomfortable amount, yes, salty it's very furry. Salty talent. Yes, I even James, the kill count, noticed it and said, <laughs> "This dude had the fuzziest ass I've ever seen," <laughs> and called him the mayor of Dingleberry Town or something like that. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. So, yes, it wasn't me being a perv, like, literally. <laughs> I think it was. Hey! Uh, punish. Punish, Janine. You oh will be punished gosh. for perving on Billy. Oh, my gosh. Um, Billy will yes. punish you. <laughs> but, no, we... It's kind of... It's kind of just moves on from kill to kill from this point onwards, really, doesn't it? It's... yeah. It's a very typical slasher at this point. It's, now it's a, I think it's a rampage to... slasher. Yes. So I think now he's wanting to get back to to now take out this rage on Mother Superior, the woman yes. who would not caused let him. It. Yes, who kind of caused him a lot of this trauma after the trauma he's already suffered. Um, so he goes back to the orphanage. Our word is already kind of out with police that this Santa has kind of been out on this killing spree. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> these two cops show up at the orphanage and shoot down the Santa thinking it's Billy, but it's actually like a deaf 
like pastor who just dressed up as Santa and he yeah. couldn't hear them. He couldn't hear them because dude. he was deaf. Yeah, he works at the at the orphanage. He's like a pastor or priest or something who dressed up for as the Santa and he's deaf. So he couldn't hear them like calling for him to like turn around and stuff. And they shoot him dead. So <laughs> uh, obviously uh, Mother Superior is now like in a wheelchair, like berates this cop. But then he kind of goes now looking around the premises and he goes into like, I guess it's like outside shack or something. And Billy is actually there and takes him out. And it actually is a really cool shot. Like panning past Billy down the stairs to see the cop's body down at the it bottom. Is. There is yeah. some really great shots in this movie. Yeah. Like really just well thought of. This is what I mean. I, I don't, I feel disappointed in myself that I, that I, I don't think I gave this movie enough credit. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure you, you heard like cult horror from the 80s. This is going to be completely ridiculous with no amount of kind of charm to it or or, yeah. or well-made quality to it. And I obviously heard the reputation, the reputation yeah. of it just being nasty. So I was expecting yeah. nastiness, but I, I just wasn't expecting genuine good quality slasher making. Yeah. yeah. Which is what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like say some of the shots, some of the close-ups of, of Billy. I've been like I said, the, the guy playing Billy, I give a lot of credit to him. Yes, he's hamming it up, but it works for the movie. And it, the really intense facial acting that he's doing yeah. in these close-ups that you constantly get when he's just his brain's just clearly kind of yeah. ticking. Honest, naughty. He's, he's yeah. just saying these kind of words. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then he kind of walks in the building. He sees Mother Superior. He kind of tries to make this beeline towards her because she's kind of the one that, you know, he wants to get. And yeah. uh, then he gets shot in the back by the other cop yeah. and taken down. And then the kind of good nun goes to him and he kind of says his last. He's like, it's okay, kid. Santa's gone or something and then he yeah. dies kind and of then, telling himself this isn't he and yes this, you know the good nun who we saw from before yes is, we, and we, like, we, so, we like that she's there at this yes, point with him and so it's like it's okay kids the santa's gone so now like you don't have to deal with a crazy killer santa like i had to deal with so he's gone you're safe yes. and then we kind of pan to uh um Billy's little brother, who's still at the orphanage. Yes, and, and he's he a bit grown. He's a bit more grown up he's now. Grown he's up. about ten years old at this yes. point. I think. And so he gives this real stink ass look to Mother Superior and says, "Naughty." <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're. I'm assuming we're led to believe he's going to come for that old hag lady. So he um, is sequel bait. Yeah. Sequel yes. bait. Which actually, Mother Superior, her IMDb picture looks like this very fancy, like old black and white. So I'm like, I wonder if she's been in any kind of classic films or anything. Yeah, I mean, her name is, I can't say I've ever heard of her. her name's Lillian Chauvin. Yeah, but look, like, her picture's say. cute. Like, she's yeah, got a cute I little old timey, like 50s picture of her. I can't say I've ever actually directly heard of her, so so perhaps she was. Perhaps I'll have to look slight. I'm not going to do it now, but perhaps I'll have to look slightly yeah. deeper into. I mean, would would you want to look into her career? I mean, she maybe she, could, she's yeah. kind of just horrible in this movie. I don't want to look at her face ever again. It was just kind of. But maybe a young her because she looks like pretty cute in that picture. Well, I'll give her credit for that. I mean, she does, to be fair. She does. Yes. So, yeah, it kind of just ends with, you know, this trauma kind of now uh, we see the brother with his own kind of trauma in terms of seeing his brother dressed like a Santa being kind of violent and getting killed. Getting killed. So it's kind of like this passing on of of trauma, but in a different way, but still that Santa association. Yeah. And this is what I believe Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 is actually all about. It's the brother, it's Ricky, actually the one who goes insane and basically goes on another another Christmas rampage. And and we get a great garbage day, (laughs) which is kind of this very infamous, ridiculous scene of him just kind of killing people on garbage day. Now, I'm led (laughs) to believe 
and I don't know if if I should if I should seek out Silent Night, Deadly Night two. I think the same Blu-ray company who actually I've got the Blu-ray of one hundred and one films. It is a, a great cult Blu-ray company. Um, you know, specialize in small cult weird films like this. Yeah. Um, I think they do have a Silent Night, Deadly Night two one Ooh. as well as well as yes. the you know the original this one. So maybe I should, but I am led to believe it's way worse quality a movie. <laughs> Yeah, I believe it is. I, I think I, I ended up just kind of watching the kill count on it because I was curious of, of kind of how the plot went. And I think it was, yes, very much not as a, a clear of a laid out story and, and very much cheaply or <laughs> yeah. made film. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, what, what I what I got from the special features of this Blu-ray that I have watched so far is just how much they how much dedication was put into this it went through kind of treatment after treatment in the script to to, to perfect it yeah. really um and i think a lot of a lot of care was put into it seemingly in these interviews that i've kind of watched um so far at least and they knew from you know the writer the main writer knew from minute one that it was a comedy yeah which is just it's perfect it has yeah. to be and i've said constantly throughout this episode it, it it is very much that it's a cheese fest that knows full well it's a cheese fest yeah and those are the best type of cheese fests oh yeah definitely you don't like cheese fests that don't know their cheese that fests. don't realize yeah they are they are called bad movies <laughs> you know cheese fest need to be cheese fest if you want to be a cheese fest but aren't a cheese fest I'm not quite sure what that is. That would be really unusual. Like, how do you yeah. not actually succeed in being a cheese fest if you want to be? Yeah. It's very easy to be a cheese fest. You have to do just everything over the top and hammy. Yes. This movie does but it even there's a way to kind of play it straight, but know how things are going to read and kind of weave yes, to the camera certainly. with that. Certainly. And, and this and movie fair, definitely does that. It, it, definitely do, it definitely, definitely does do that, particularly with Billy. Who is played very straight and very sympathetically, um, but also really kind of horrifyingly when he is on his spree, when he yeah. is on his killing spree. Um, I, I really do think it's just a wonderful slasher movie. Yeah. I can't get over how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. Do you have anything else you wanted to say about Silent Night, Deadly Night, Janine? That's a great cult film. I really had fun with this. I think it was a a well made horror film for something you kind of expect to be uh, not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I really had a lot of fun with this movie. <laughs> yes, as did I. Well, I think there we go for this episode of Morgan hasn't seen. Then Janine, we do have one more episode to come in this holiday horror series. That's coming next week. I know it's past Christmas at this time next week, which is a terrifying thing to right. think about. Where has the year gone? Yeah, Where crazy. has the year gone? But we're talking about uh, Rare Exports. I think it's got like a subtitle. Is it like Rare Exports, A Christmas Story or Christmas Tale or a something Christmas like Tale that? Christmas Tale or something like that, yeah. And I believe it's like a Danish film. Danish film, yes. I'm led to believe it's actually very good from what you yeah. tell me um in like legitimately good not not cheese festy good yeah like this movie is but will i be watching silent night deadly night every single damn christmas of course i will this is <laughs> this is 100 being watched like to a to a home alone and christmas carol and scrooge wow. the musical level this okay. is a great movie All right. and i had so much fun with it but i am looking forward to watching rare exports um next week to end our holiday horror series um as we are still of course in holiday season on it's a wonderful podcast this is the closest episode um this side of christmas so merry christmas from morgan hasn't seen yes. we do have the it's what we do have an episode on friday of the it's a wonderful podcast the main show um which is friday the 23rd so you know if you if you're off work during christmas which you you most likely are because most people are have nice 
places of, of work that allow time off during Christmas <laughs> yes. and things like this. I would hope. Um, I would hope as well. Then, yeah, you, you, you will have a nice episode of the main show to check out. We are going to be talking about White Christmas, um, actually. Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney musical, very famous Christmas oh. movie that we just haven't simply got to yet. Um, so we felt that was that was good to do as the closest movie to Christmas yeah. um, this particular year uh, in holiday season on It's a Wonderful Podcast. That is what's coming up on Friday. We are, of course, uh, we have, of course, been talking holiday movies, Christmas movies on the main show as well, where we celebrate old movies. We show love to them. We discover new old movies as well. And that's something certainly we have done. We love to do with holiday movies as well. Yes. over on the main show it's all about discovery it is what builds our movie knowledge what builds our movie appreciation yes and definitely is, is, a, is a great thing it builds our just enjoyment of entertainment as well yeah. which we should not forget about that and we certainly can't forget about that when we're talking about silent night deadly night because my <laughs> god is it entertaining as all hell yes <laughs> it's great but Morgan hasn't seen, and It's a Wonderful Podcast, are not the only things we have on the podcast feed. We do have one more thing, don't we, Janine? And what is that? One more thing. One more thing on the podcast. Yes, and Morgan hasn't seen, and It's a Wonderful Podcast. Ah, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you... Um, yes, we have our Monday show, Monday Madness, with Morgan and the Machine, as we, you know, chill back and talk about what's going on in entertainment news, things we're interested in, uh, yeah. get into some really fun topics, play some fun games. So it's a really fun kickback show, which you can find not just on this podcast feed, but on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel. Now, we will remind people that um, we are going to have a couple of weeks off of Monday Madness. Yeah. Just in the just in the holidays, I think, uh, episodes airing on the 26th and the 2nd of January. Yeah. Um, we, we won't have Monday Madness episodes for those, but it will certainly come back this, that second week in January. Um, it's going absolutely nowhere. We are simply, we, we would have struggled to record Monday Madness for example, on Christmas weekend. Day and yes. things like this and, and, yeah. and, and New Year's Eve and things like this when we would have usually done them. So it, it was just an impossibility, yes. really. So there, there's a couple of weeks break off of Monday Madness. But this show and the main show, It's a Wonderful Podcast, still truck on throughout the big holiday week. Um, so, yes, there we go. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we have you covered here on the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Amazon Music, and everywhere else. Subscribe, ding your notification bells over on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel for Monday Madness, um, as well in full video format, as well as all, all the other stuff we have there as well. Watch-alongs. We've just done a nice, fun Christmas watch-along of Deck the Halls. Yeah. Uh, this past weekend, we have movie reviews there, retro trailer reactions, including one for this movie, um, which, you know, trailers, slasher trailers, 80s slasher trailers, you've got to love them. Yes. You've got to love them. Um, movie collection videos, whole bunch of fun stuff over on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel as well. And if you would like to support us on Patreon or donate in any way, there are links in the description of this episode to those. Or go to patreon.com slash it's a wonderful one. Find the tier that is right for you. We can't do what we do without the support of our wonderful patrons and donators. And we, we, we thank them for their generosity yeah, profusely. <laughs> profusely, Ginny. We do not punish them no. like Billy. <laughs> they, they are, are not naughty. naughty. They are nice. Yes, very nice. They're nice. You you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. I don't know why I'm going okay, through yeah, that like entire you're going song. through the whole thing, aren't you? He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness okay. sake. That's what I was trying to get to. Yes. That's where I was trying to get to in the naughty or nice analogy that I was going for took me a, a while for some reason it's a good anyway minute, yeah. christmas i'm in the christmas mood janine i can't stop singing christmas songs i'm sorry 
Christmas songs, Christmas food, eating mince pies all the time, and Christmas cake. <laughs> it's just, it's such it's so it's so much fun. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. Yes, I'm just it's great. No, just you're in the Christmas Christmassy. spirit. I love it. <laughs> I'm feeling very very Christmassy, but yes, um, social media as well, of course. We are on Twitter at It's a Wonderful One for the show. I am on Twitter at the Purple Don with a three instead of the E and the because Janine. Three is the magic number. On Instagram at the Purple Don. All your deadly night stuff where oh, is where. <laughs> you can find me at Janine Devine underscore on Twitter, Janine Devine on Instagram and TikTok. If you want to get any merch for any of our shows, you can find that at our Teespring shop. Just search It's a Wonderful Podcast on teespring.com. And if you want to purchase any of my art in print form, you can find that at my big cartel shop, g9design.bigcartel.com. Can we just mention before we finish how wonderfully schlocky the title is? And I don't just mean the actual title of the movie. I mean the way it comes like up the font in the, the writing movie. and how yeah, how the title card comes up. How the title yeah. card comes up is so outrageously cartoonish. Yeah. I can't help but love it. They might as well have got an evil-looking Santa to walk animatedly onto the screen and paint the words "Deadly Night, Night. in blood yeah. on it. It was that ridiculous. Yes. I loved every second of it, Janine. I really did. I think there is only one thing left to do. I mean, there's a few impressions you could do. You could, you know, do do an impression of Grandpa from the movie if you wanted to. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Three, two, one. Bye. And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays from Morgan.